1: It's Crack-A-Lackin' Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 53. crack a lackin some fly happenings today for the Big 5-3, the last one of 2020 year. Whoa, last one of the year? Man, I can't wait for next year. Whoa. Yeah, the 2020 coming to a close on us, and what a better place to be. Couldn't think of a better place than CC's Fly Humble Abode.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, CeCe, for um, having us. I just got to witness some fresh squeeze uh, in the early making of the margaritas and the celebration. Woo! But
1: um, yeah. It's exciting to be Thank in the house. That. It's super exciting, man. And I'm in my element with my snacks. We all know how I feel about that. Got some freaking candy and some uh, crackers, and then we're going to get some Ritas after this. Some good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming out
2: full war with all the snacks and everything, and then we're going to have it a little... A little cocktail hour after. A little self-care.
1: Yep. (laughs) A little self-care. Thank you, CC, because I should (laughs) have brought that up. Our topic today, uh, we're going to close out the year with some self-care happenings. I mentioned this to John, and he looked at me like, what the heck? And so I figured, you know, Craig and I, we're kind of big into these things. So we'll probably educate John on some of this today, Um, what he can do to better help himself in his own life with a little self-care. But before we get cracking, we're going to roll into the old Would You Rather here. It's a pretty simple one, kind of going off John's want of not looking it up, and that is, would you rather be a dog or be a cat?
2: I would be a dog, 100%, no doubt, because you know what? I'm allergic to cats, and I would be allergic to myself. That would be weird, man. (laughs) I mean, if I was allergic to myself, there would be no escape. It would be like one of the other episodes that we talked about that would you rather have an itchy shirt on i would be the itchy thing i couldn't get rid of it <laughs> no doubt
1: dude i know I what we're gonna get john dog. for his birthday present next year okay
2: It's <laughs> just the kind of friend he is guys i deal with this on a daily basis face uh, your fears john people, people commonly ask me why do you hang out with this guy and i mean this is a good example look at him he knows I'm allergic to cats, and he wants to give me a cat. <laughs> we,
1: <laughs> we get this every day, apparently. I get the same thing. But you know, I've learned to hold my own ground in life, and John does all kind of stuff to me with hot dog paraphernalia. So, you know, maybe I'll just start monogramming you some stuff with cats on it.
0: I was going to say maybe a shirt with a cat on it.
2: Okay, yeah, I could do a shirt with a cat. <laughs> just no dander or anything like that.
1: What you think, Cece?
0: Well, first thing that comes to mind is the... The shirt I'm gonna have Steve put on after this for a photo for this week's episode. But remind me about that. Um, I'm gonna go with, yeah, I'd be. I'm with Steve. I'm, I guess I'd be a dog. Um, I've never had a cat. My grandmother had them growing up. And they're cute, but my my dogs get pampered so much. I'm like, man, if my life is anything like theirs, where you get to like just lay around, get loved on, kind of, you know, enjoy the life, rolling. Yeah, one of those think dogs. I'd,
2: one of those dogs made
0: it onto the video too. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lily. Really?
2: Lily made it. <laughs> <He> sure did. <laughs>
1: How about you, Matt? You know, this was, uh, I, what I was thinking about, it, I was trying to come up with something simple in my head and I was thinking of foods, et cetera. And then I came up with this topic and then it dawned on me, you know, I would go with a dog, but it kind of depends the circumstance for mm-hmm. me. Am I like a stray dog with fleas running around out there? Am I like a house cat chilling? Am I like one of those bingle cats that's all over the place running around roaming free? That'd be pretty cool. I could deal with that if I was a cat. Am I like a dog, like one of our dogs, you see, that's mm-hmm. pampered, taken care of, has a pretty good life? It kind of depends the circumstance that I was in. I feel like if I was a cat, I could be a little more free. They kind of roam around, stay in an area.
0: Especially a wild cat out in the
1: Yeah, woods. that's right. Like no. If you're a wild, like one of the bingo things, you're, you're rolling. If you're a dog, though, I've always said, uh, if I could have the life of a McGlathery dog it'd be pretty freaking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not just talking about my dog. I'm talking about my family's dogs, all that I had growing up. It would be a pretty good little life. Everything's almost kind of done for you. There's a lot of ta yeah. going around. We know how I feel about that. So I could see, I would go with the dog, but.
0: It would be limited to just your backyard and the house probably. It'd be a
1: little limiting for me at times, but then maybe I'm one of those dogs just on the streets, you know, eating the regular food. Could be.
2: <laughs> if you're in other parts of the world, you could end up on the barbecue pit. True.
0: As a dog? Dog or cat. I've never seen dog on sure. the mark, you
2: I'm bit. pretty sure I've eaten it.
1: Um, I have no
0: doubt. I bet you have. I bet, is I that think what I you down
2: there in South America? No, that was a guinea pig, but um, <laughs> I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, eaten some things that I'm not quite sure where they were when I've been in Asia. I not imagine so eating a dog. It wasn't anything that I knew that I was eating a dog, but um, that is commonly substituted. I think rat is commonly substituted mm-hmm. in some of those areas, too. Trying to enjoy my Anyway, everything was delicious. Um, (laughs) So, you know, the McGlathery dogs having everything done for them, that kind of, I think you're trying to go into that McGlathery dog life already. You go over, Lady J cooks for you. She gets you dry cleaning, does all that stuff for you. You're kind of like halfway in there.
1: Well, it's a good life if you're a McGlathery dog. (laughs) Sorry, I'm eating a roller right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is a really good life, but some dogs don't have it quite as good you know you could be you know those dogs that do like the fighting and all that stuff pit bulls yeah that Mm -hmm. could be involved in something like that i don't know there's a lot more to it than if you'd just rather be a dog or a cat i think you got to get the circumstances straight
2: yeah absolutely there was no follow-up questions on that i just knew
1: well john you came so far out the gate i learned something new about i have no idea you were allergic to cats
2: yeah man i'll get itchy my eyes will water start swelling any cat yeah everyone that i've been exposed to feel like they got a lot on
1: the streets in your area
2: There are a bunch around um, my house, for sure. Um, One of the fellows who lives on the corner who just recently passed away has like a whole flock of cats um, Mm -hmm. that just run around the neighborhood. Man, he's got a flock or a herd, however many categorize a whole ton of cats. I had a
0: great uncle um, and an aunt that had like, they had 20 or 30 cats. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they, it was the right, they just let them go wild around their house How do they feel that's how these are did you see it outside yeah I think they just poured food out there
1: oh so they left them some food not just going yeah they left like them the... food
0: but like mm. you go out there and half of them were feral kind of half of them were tame it was kind of sad I think they eventually had to kind of bring some people in but it was dang you know the
1: cats everywhere man I'm learn a lot about dogs and cats here <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting John to get a dog for some time I yeah. hope he gives his kids that opportunity
2: no fence right now man I gotta get that fence back together working <laughs> yeah, on it that's true it's a work that's in true. progress well
1: good i'm glad to know that there'll be a dog in 2021 for the caraway can okay let's hop ourselves into self-care And i think before you and i jump in craig let's get john's take on it
2: well you know like you you threw it out there and you're like i think we need to talk about self-care and originally i was like self-care I mean, what is he talking about here? I'm not, I'm not even sure exactly what he's talking about. Is it uh, you know manscaping? You know, <laughs> trimming, <laughs> trimming up your beard, that kind of thing. Uh, what is he? Ta- <laughs> what is he even talking about? So Just keep the had wheels a couple, in the track, bro. We had a couple of conversations about it. Uh, didn't get anywhere with hot dog, and thankfully, whenever we were at lunch, uh, <laughs> CC over here, shed a little light on some of the avenues that he thought were uh, pertinent to it's it. So that was helpful. Again. That was
1: helpful. <laughs> You're welcome, man. Man, dude, we did a whole episode last episode, not picking at each other. You coming out hot? <laughs> it's okay, I'm ready. As usual, John booted around here and didn't give us one thought on self care, well, okay. minus, <laughs> minus the fact that CC the fact that CC enlightened him.
2: <laughs> I think there's a lot of different components. I was going to let y'all jump in before we got all of it, but hey, yeah, okay. I guess it's still my turn. We
0: start with, you know, what are some ways we could address <laughs> self care in our life? And why is, it all actually, why is it important? Matt, tell us about self-care, Matt.
1: Look, I love to talk about self-care, so I'm going to hop right on in on this these fly happenings. And I think there's a lot of ways to do it. We actually just learned a new one, watching John swing at Craig's house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> look for the video. Yeah,
1: look for that video, please. Um, which is actually a good thing. It was kind of liberating for John, etc., out there on that swing, catching some fresh air there's a guy outside i'm watching right now on a boat fishing that could be some good self-care look at he's out there by himself just sweating a line probably thinking about life and life's great thoughts um but what comes to myself what i'm i uh, enjoy is just some time alone in the silence john actually who says he doesn't know a lot about this recommended that i do that several times in my own life when i didn't want to actually and so I do think it's a pretty – that's where I start. It's just taking a little time in silence, a little meditation, things like that. What do you think, CC? Yeah, for me personally,
0: I you know, like to exercise. Um, and it's as much a mental escape as it is for, uh, hopefully good for my my health and well-being. Uh, but it lets me kind of get away, listen to a podcast, listen to some music, um, kind of burn off some steam. When I'm done, I, I feel relaxed. Um, it wasn't like that at first, but, you know, over time it, it is very enjoyable. Um, getting a massage. I like to get massages from time to time. Um You know, like you said, just escaping to a quiet place uh, to maybe read the Bible or read an inspiring book, get some fresh air, do like Steve and swing. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like anytime I do one of those things, I just feel uh, I feel I feel at peace and I feel like it's a good thing. And I think everybody should just find some something even in a given day. You can carve out, you know, 20, 30 minutes for some self-care.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of different avenues that are involved in that. You know, there's physical, mental, spiritual, uh, emotional components to self-care. And you've touched on some of them. You know, some people like to exercise. Um, some people like to go fishing like this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with all of that. I can't wait to get my uh, boat back in the water. Can't wait and, for that to happen too, buddy. And start mm-hmm. doing some of that. That's uh, that's one of the ways that I like to just clear my mind, get out there, be in the water, enjoy nature. And, uh, you know, just... just contemplate on what's going on in my life and uh, what direction I want to go and how I want to achieve that
1: yeah I think finding that that silence and and getting in touch with your inner self too is good but but more importantly I think when you take the time for some self-care you know we're all busy we all do a lot of stuff in life and what one person deems is important busy etc and another is two different things but all of us in some matter of faction have uh, something going on, and I think if you don't take time to take that break, take that time out, you know, we often think of going on a vacation or something like that, which is definitely a needed benefit, but I'm with CC over here. You can take a little time every day for a little self-care. It can be like this time of year, you go sit by a lovely fire or something like that, just kind of let your mind doze off into the to the flames, watching what's going on over there, kind of get some peace, because if you don't take that time, you can't get your foundation right. you got to have some rest, uh, which – because your mind, if you're drained physically, mentally, your mind will start to run. It can't be quite as clear. But if you if you get the self care, get rest in, maybe a hot shower, like Craig said, hop on a massage. Um, I think it's real important for the foundational part of life to have that rest and recuperation.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a self care is an intentional action that uh, that you take. Speak for, on, brother, for yourself to avoid you know running yourself down uh, to the point that you're going to be breaking down. And, you know, I think it's best if you do incorporate some of those things in a frequent basis and not just wait to the, you know, once a year, if you go on vacation or twice a year or whatever that may be, I think it's something if you can put in little things in your life, uh, to help, you know, recuperate, rejuvenate, uh, on a consistent basis that'll help you from running yourself down into the ground.
0: It's kind of like when you boil water, you add a little heat and it's just warm, but you let it keep going and it gets hotter hotter until it boils over. And I think sometimes you forget to do those things and it, sometimes it's too late. And you start snapping, you start breaking down, you start um, becoming short-tempered. And so like Steve said, being intentional and taking some time, I think could be huge. Oh, God, it feels so good. I mean, it just kind of resets the, the you know, thermometer, it brings the temperature down and, and lets you kind of address all those challenges you might be facing in all those, those troubling times.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that, and one of the things I do, I, I talk about meditation a lot, and I don't really know exactly what I'm doing when I'm doing that, but it does allow me to have some time to either doze off in thought, or I like to do some breathing exercises, you know, breathe in for a good little five, six seconds, hold it, then breathe back out. And I like to tell myself several things, but some of my little affirmations within is, Jesus, I love you, Jesus, I trust you, can bring you to a, a calming spirit in life and, and let the rest of... All your thoughts, mind racing, if that's happening, whatnot, go by. Uh, that's a tool that I personally use.
2: You know, I think a big thing that's going on right now um, in our society, you know, with the pandemic going on, we're opening businesses, we're closing business, the anxiety associated with that, um, you know, the vaccine coming out, um, all of those different things. And one thing that's happened that I think is an unseen consequence is the loss of social socialization between mm people. Um, I think that's a big component, uh, having that interaction with your friends, your family, all of those things that are very productive for, you know, most of us that if you lose that, uh, it can take a big toll.
1: Yeah. That goes back to a lot of the things I like to talk about too. The human spirit being around people, um, I think is ultimately very key. And another thing I was thinking of when it comes to some self-care is, you know, you driving to work or something? Driving home, weather's not bad. Put your windows down. John's got his Jeep. You know, be bopping with the top down, singing to some music or Topless, Just, let, just letting—that's the right word—and letting <laughs> the wind blow through your hair and your face. There's there's stuff like that too. Those little acts every day that you kind of can work in that can can be of some benefit.
0: You know, and I think we're all in relationships with our family. Uh, some of us with spouses, work, uh, work family, and to be the best version of yourself for your loved ones in that relationship, you got to, you know, give yourself the time to decompress and unwind and and take a deep breath and and just be who God intended you to be and and give you that calm in your heart that will help you be the best version of yourself.
2: Yeah, you know, it is. Um, You know, Hot Dog and I have talked about it in the past that we started doing some morning routines after we read the Miracle Morning book, and that was something that was... Whenever I didn't have anywhere to get up and go, it was easier for me to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that everybody's back in school or in daycare, it's more difficult in order to to get up and get those things done. I was recently sharing a story with uh, Hot Dog and my brother here. Um, and, you know, Hot Dog was harassing me as normal. Speaking saying, the truth, oh, I'm sure. Oh, he's, <laughs> uh, he's telling my brother, John's falling off the wagon. He won't get up and do the routine anymore i don't know what's wrong with it? he has quit pretty much and you know it pains me to say my own brother jumped on board with hot dogs. he sure
1: did because we speak (laughs) he's a priest man he's a man of the cloth speaking the truth he is
0: (laughs) a man of the
2: cloth cloth he said you know i'm i gotta say i think it's great i think you need to start off each day winning the day and not saying no and saying yes when you're when you're Alarm clock rings, get up, get your day going, and get started. Tell them the
1: example that we use in that story, please.
2: I don't remember. Is it the story that I told you all about the next day?
1: I want the story with the baby getting sick.
2: Yeah, well, so I just said, well, you know, sometimes it's easier for me to get up, get everybody out, and then I'll come home, and, you know, I might have to change a poopy diaper I might get thrown up on. And he said, no, 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 you're looking at this the wrong way, brother man. He said, you need to get up if they throw up on you once you know you're already prepped and ready for the day and you just say that's all you got you're gonna throw up bring it again you just throw up on me once so you know what the next the next week i got up my normal time did my little routine had my little coffee had my little quiet time by myself in the morning it was fantastic i go to get the kids up (laughs) lbj throws up on me twice yes so i put him on the floor in the kitchen i took a little video i said Hey, LBJ, that's all you got? You're only going to throw up on me twice? And lo and behold, he was not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I had two follow-up pictures to go along with that video of him throwing up on me two more times. But anyway, it was... Imagine
1: if you hadn't had your routine like me and Brother Michael (laughs) are talking about, dude. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's awesome. Anyway,
2: it was a great way to uh, overcome that adversity in the morning and still get everybody to school and uh, out of the house on time. But it was a funny little story out picking on my brother of like, oh, here we go. I'm not taking advice from a guy who doesn't have kids anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was pretty sound advice from him, to be honest.
0: You know, and, and speaking of your brother, who's a man of the cloth, and uh, one of the probably the number one self-care things that uh, I find that when I don't do causes the biggest impact in my life personally is prayer. Um, I think that's probably one of the best things we can do um, to live a, a fulfilling life and to feel like we're connected and grounded and can accept all the vomit that's going to come on us that day is is just prayer and getting centered with god and and if, if, if you're not christian and that doesn't um fit your routine just consider it you know consider you know praying to this higher this this power that created you and and consider just opening your heart to them and to him and i don't know it just seemed like i feel so much better and more grounded whenever i give it to him uh, what about y'all you have any comments about prayer or?
1: yeah i love that cc uh Same way, man. Um, I'm pretty – really before the hurricanes, I was reflecting on this the other day. I was really pretty rigid in my prayer life. And um, since then, kind of got away from me a little bit, I guess, with the busyness, et cetera. And I've kind of brought myself back to being in that space. And I think that uh, being connected with God is a big part of my life. no matter what is actually going on, it's easy. It's kind of almost like John saying, it is hard to do the miracle morning happenings when there's a lot going on, and I don't have kids, so I can't relate. Same thing, it's easy to kind of have that relationship with God when life is easy, or mm-hmm. whenever you do have some more time on your hands and you're like, man, what could I do? It's finding that time to spend, in my opinion, with the Lord, have that uh, time every night. I personally do that, I do it in the morning, looking over my day, but more try to have the settle down a little bit at night and do it. And I really think if you can't, do those things, whether it be some type of prayer, meditation, quiet, whatever that vehicle is for the self-care. If you're not straight with yourself and you're not good with yourself, it's hard to be the best version of yourself for other people. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that starts with, with you know, how we are with ourselves first.
2: Yeah, um, I'm reading a book right now called uh, Father at Night. And uh, this is um, a guy who's written a lot of um different books, a lot of them religious-leaning, Catholic-oriented books, Um, and in the book that I'm reading now, one of the stories that he talks about is, you know, one winter, um, everything just kept piling up on them. You know, they had a huge, um, you know, repeated snowstorms where they were having to get on the roof and shovel the roof, and the first few were fun, and everybody was having a good time. And then after the fourth time, it wasn't nearly as fun. Well, then he developed, you know, a spinal condition that he needed surgical correction, but because of the storm, he wasn't able to get relief. Um, They weren't able to get uh, basic necessities. His plumbing went out. Um, Everybody in the house got um, the flu and was sick, and it was just one thing on top of another. And that was one one of the things that he noted uh, that— You know, going through that process, he just, in retrospect, noticed that he was praying less and was less grateful and less uh, focused on some of the things that were a more constant thing for him when life was easy. And it wasn't until, um, you know, one night he was rocking his daughter uh, to sleep who was sick and going crazy. Nobody had been sleeping for days. That everybody was at their wits end that he just, the realization hit him that you know, he hadn't been spending that time with God and in prayer, and uh, the realization that, you know, he's going through a tough time with the family and his daughter at that time, but just the realization that his daughter is a reflection of Christ in the world for him to appreciate, so um, that was something that once he put his priorities in order, it really changed his perspective on um, how to look at things better and have a better outlook, and appreciation on his situation
0: that's
1: awesome yeah man I think that uh that's a great story and I'm glad that uh I think that couples really well with what we were just saying a little bit and I relate to I literally go back personally myself on this little topic the hurricanes like I kind of almost the opposite got a little bit away from that in my own time and space so I think that's a great story and I wanted to swing this over to another thing that um I use and I've just gotten a couch put in my office for this, trying to get a pillow on it, is to take a nap every now and again. I've never been a nap person. I'm pretty high energy, don't need a lot of sleep, but good old Dr. Heinen, little shout out for him. It's pretty big on this 20 minute nap thing. I also had, I believe one of my grandfathers was into such thing. You can't like sit there and take an hour, two hour nap, but I did get a couch in my office. Working on the TV part, um, so I could take like 20 minutes, just close my eyes, even if I don't sleep, maybe do some breathing techniques, um, but check out a little bit. I think that's another important thing, especially for all of us. We work some pretty long hours. Y'all do a little more physical type effort than I do, but um, I think that's another good avenue as well. If you can, every now and again, catch a little couple of Z's. I think that's a great idea. I think it's Google or Apple, they have these
0: nap pods. I don't know if y'all saw that, like, like eggs, and the, the shell opens, and inside there's a cushion, and there's It's got this ambient music and it's real relaxing. And you lay and you take a power nap. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just, you know, I don't do it like I should, but every now and then I've taken a power nap, man, at 15, 20 minutes, changes your day. I mean, it's like the energy level goes through the roof. Even if you just close your eyes gently and just kind of relax. Mm -hmm.
1: Speaking of that, I think I saw those things. Like they have businesses that you can just walk in there and get you a quick nap. Yeah. Like it's set up to do that. I've seen them on TV somewhere.
2: Yeah, it's a great opportunity to uh, just relax for a few minutes and rejuvenate. Um, and again, you know, most of the time, you know, both of you are correct. It sh- it just doesn't need to be a long period of time. Usually if you overdo it and sleep for an hour or two, then you it will have the opposite effect. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Another thing I'd bring up too here is I like to take a good hot shower in the evenings. And that's some place that like I literally can, my thoughts are really well there. Um, actually, my paralegal Courtney bought me a little book that I can, like, you can write in the water for shower thoughts. That's where I come up with some of my best thoughts. Shower thoughts. Yeah. Mm,
2: shower thoughts with shower the hot thoughts dogs. with
1: hot dog. That'd be a great <laughs> little segue. Dude, yeah. you should catch me when I hop out the shower. I'm lit, and then I forget it. Like, the <laughs> Dude, it's it's incredible. I've come up with some of my hey, best thoughts. We're in there. good. <laughs> <laughs> See, laying them up, baby, laying them up. Um, but that's another thing where I find it's kind of like, I guess, if you would go get a massage or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just Sometimes i just stay in there under the hot water for a while and just, uh, I, I don't know why, I've tried to wonder this, but like life kind of stops for a little bit when I'm taking a shower.
2: Well, your showers and mine are a little bit different because there's usually one or two little ones coming in and out. And again, more attacks on me. It's uh, It's interesting. Showers change as you get older and you have kids that need to be bathed and showered and uh it'll be interesting to see how that rolls around for you hi dog
1: i'm gonna live it up while i can i guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it it's gonna get crowded in the shower oh yeah you know i think there's a big mental component uh that's involved in that uh too you know i mean there's a lot of different things there's a lot of games that you can do to you know keep your your mental acuity up and functioning well you can do puzzles there's a lot of different uh, things that people yeah. enjoy doing. That's
1: true, John, actually. Yeah. Sudoku, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're definitely things. right about that. I'm kind of pleasantly surprised you need to say that. <laughs> 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 Call me off guard. <laughs> but that's true. People do that. Like the mindless thing, is good for your mind, but you also can, it kind of lets you delve away from all the happenings in life. Yeah,
2: absolutely. There, you know, there's uh, emotional components involved with it too. And there's a lot of different avenues to you know relieve emotional stress like you talked about there could be breathing techniques uh, some of those things can be alleviated by exercises um, you know there's a bunch of bunch of different cognitive function um, that you can you know do in order to help you out with some of those struggles
1: yeah cc i think you could speak a little bit on the exercising thing i remember one day you hollered at me and you're like hey i'm going to take a run it's kind of part of your routine etc is that one of those times that you kind of you know, uh, I know you're physically helping your body, but a little more of a mental Mm -hmm. uh, break as well, huh?
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, people wouldn't believe this, but it gets to a point where you don't feel the work of the exercise. Mm -hmm. You sort of dissociate your body and your mind, be separate, and you're in this different altered state, just kind of listening and talking to yourself and going through life's problems, and then you look up and your run's over with. It seems crazy, but, and it doesn't have to be a run, it could be a walk, just taking in deep, fresh, you know, breaths of air, looking at your environment. Um, There's this whole comment that exercise is medicine it's like if you could take a pill that you know reduced anxiety and depression helped you sleep dropped your blood pressure improved your blood sugar you know cured these diseases helped arthritis you know there's all these great pills you know if you could take one pill would you do it like absolutely well exercise does that right so just something as simple as getting outside and going for a walk what it can do for your mental state how it helps you sleep um let it giving you that time to just kind of reflect on life uh, like last week's podcast, we talked about a year in review and just reflecting. It's cool to look at your day, you know, look at your week, look at your month. What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, were you the best version of yourself? Um, were you not the best version of yourself? And and just give you that time to help your mind, body, and soul. So for me, that's kind of what exercise does, and it doesn't have to be a hard, painful thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Sometimes when I don't exercise, I feel that too. And you're right. I never. I've thought about it, but not, I guess, to that level. Sometimes when you're exercising, you don't even know. It's not hard, difficult. You do kind of get in an altered, different state of mind because you're kind of going through whatever that, if you're running just the over-repetitive runs, you're working out the same reps over and over again to where it does allow kind of the a different state of mind, for sure.
0: What are y'all's thoughts on, I know y'all frequently talk about books you've read, like you alluded to earlier, Steve, on self-care and reading. You know, there's the reading to, to let your mind wander and get lost in a story, but also... You know, we've all gone to school, and it's kind of fun when you're an adult. You can read and start learning things that you want to learn, not what you're forced to learn, but maybe learning from someone's life experiences in a biography or, like, The Miracle Morning or somebody giving you their life's work and you being able to consume it in a book and apply it to your life and how it might help you.
2: Yeah, you know, that's something that I think has evolved for me over time. You know, going through school, you know, I read tremendous amounts of stuff every day for years, so once i got out of school i wasn't excited about reading uh for a number of years uh but i've gotten back to it and i it's something that i think really relaxes me um i like to read a lot of different types of things um currently i like to read a lot of you know murder mystery or um you know cia kind of uh, conspiracy other books like that and um uh, going back to brother michael um he's he's always asked me, what are you reading? What are you reading right now? And one of the things he, that he always harps on me and says, you know, you, you know, it's great to be reading those things and you're entertained Then it's good. You may get some stuff out of it, but you really should be reading things that are nourishing for your life, nourishing for, you know, your spiritual life, for your family life, for your soul. Um, and the book that I was speaking about earlier is one that he gave me that if I can find it, I'm going to buy for y'all, which is, uh, you know, a father at night. So I think there's different categories, uh, of reading and what you get from it. Um, and some of them are good just as a distraction or just entertaining that type of thing. Um, and then there's a whole different avenue as far as things that are going to nourish your life specifically.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree. I like the reading happenings. I'm a little different than John. i I kind of want to read something that's going to, Uh, like based on truth, somebody who's gone through something, something that I can apply to my life in some way, like I've liked the um, Cheryl Strayed book we've talked about a few times, The Miracle Morning, books like that where I can tangibly take something from it, which is why I'm looking forward to Craig's book that he just gave us, Theology of the Body. I feel like that as a application type book uh, will be good, but I'm with you. I I personally, though, to read, I've got to it is a good form of self-care, and you kind of dive in, and the minutes just pass on by. But if my mind's not good, I can't read, man. Yeah, sure. Like, my mind, if my mind's running, I'll read two paragraphs and be like, what the heck did I just read? Like, because I'm somewhere else. I'm reading it, but I'm not kind of thing. But I do enjoy a read every now and again.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. You need to be able to at least clear your mind enough to focus on mm-hmm. the task at hand of reading it. Um, and that's one of the things that, for me, reading things, um, it needs to be entertaining for me. So it doesn't really matter what the content is, uh, for me, as long as I'm entertained and engaged in enough, uh, I've read a number of different history books. I mean, I talked about the, uh, Destiny of the Republic, which is one of my favorite books, which was mm-hmm. a history book on, um, you know, one of the presidents and it was just well-written, entertaining as heck. Um, so it, for me, it just has to be something that catches my attention.
0: All righty, guys. Um, that was awesome. I appreciate everyone's reflections. Hope you guys listening today enjoyed that. Hope you apply some self care to your life. And i uh, kind of excited to see if one of my brothers here, anybody, hit the gas or pump the brakes. I'm thinking Hot Dog's got a look in his eye like he might have something to talk about.
1: Oh, man, look at that glean. <laughs> More a questionable look at it, but you know what? This is kind of part of the podcast here. We open up, give ourselves a little look into our lives, and I think we all have little battles that we face, fight in life, and one of mine has been the good old candle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait a second. got to be more clear than that. they got candles right here.
1: I know, man, staring at it. You know, it's an interesting conundrum, quandary that I've dealt with over the years, and that is candles. So I like candles, like being around candles, as long as they're like not my own candles in my own house kind of thing. Don't want to burn my house down because years ago I did see um, I've been around a couple fires, little small house fires at both my grandparents for different reasons. And my mind is pretty actively moving around, a lot of stuff going on. So I will forget menial tasks such as I've left water running in the kitchen sink before. I've left the door. I don't lock my doors half the time to my house. Yes, if you know where I live, you could probably get in without ease. Same thing. Yes. With, same thing with my <laughs> truck. Uh, normally unlocked. I'm just not a I leave light on, something like that. I don't pay attention to some of those small details. So one of my fears, I guess, because when I was younger was in seeing that is, dang, I don't want to leave that candle on and somehow burn my house down. So it's just not worth having a candle. And my good old dear former neighbor, Susie Book, used to get me these things. You put the candle on a warmer and it warms the candle up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Still get the nice fragrance. Yeah, but it's yeah. just not as cool as a candle because I like actually just staring into the candle for some reason. And, um... So I was like, you know, I've been having this thing. I listened to this on a podcast the other day. It was like attack fear. Fear comes about attack it. I'm like, okay, I think it's time to conquer the candle situation. Run towards it. That's right. Run maybe. towards the light. Hit the gas. <laughs> that's it. Run to the light. Run towards the light. Hit the gas. So I decided, you know, I'm going to try this candle thing out. And so I've done it twice at my house. And honestly, I journaled the other day with the candle and no lights, but the candle and the Christmas tree on. A nice little state of happenings that's in there to get nice. your mind right a little bit. Um, and at first, because it does seem so simple and crazy to talk about the candle being an issue, but it was, and hey, we're conquering it.
2: Hey, I am just happy to see that you're going to be able to set the mood now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a man on the prowl needs to light a candle.
1: <laughs> you know, layups, Whoops. as I said, layups. Um, but yeah, that's what made me hit the gas this week.
0: That's awesome, uh-huh. man. Thanks for sharing that.
1: All right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in to us. Um, Made it through the year of 2020 with the podcast. We're looking forward to coming back out to y'all in 2021 with some new episodes. What y'all think, boys?
2: Man, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a great experience. Um, We still are, you know, looking around for topics. If people have things that they would like for us to talk about, you've, you know, if you've been a consistent listener, you probably noticed that we've talked about um, several different things that were suggested to us. So, Absolutely. Uh, we look forward to hearing from people, and if they have a topic uh, they would like to listen to, like to hear us talk about, you know, it may take a while to get Hot Dog on board, but um, we could probably get it in the work.
1: Just don't ask John <laughs> to tell me, because he probably won't tell me. Just holler at me or Craig, and you got a good chance.
2: <laughs> Much better opportunity if uh, it comes from one of those. Yes.
0: No, it's been an awesome year. Give us a shout-out, like Steve said, if there's a topic you want us to discuss. Um, and uh, we look forward to bringing on some guests this year to share their stories on life and how how they're, they're navigating the, the world and how they drive their car and what drives their car. and um, Take this moment to maybe look back at all our episodes, see if one of the topics catches your attention and um, can contribute to your life and, and share it with us. And we can't wait to hear what you have to say.
1: All right, homies of the pod world, until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye.
2: Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week.
1: You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect
2: timing, sun is shining, nothing more.